Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Jared Lasky, Marine Corps veteran who has been to Iraq and Afghanistan, suffered from PTSD and TBI for 10 years. I just knew, hey, it's Jesus. Looking back, I know that that's the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's our comforter. He's our guide. Take whatever God gives you, even if you don't see a change, and then turn around and pray for someone else. Come on in and listen now and hear how God brought healing for Jared. You're going to love this episode. I'm very excited to have Jared Lasky with me. Adventures in the Spirit. Hello, Jared. Hey, good morning or good afternoon to you. I'm not sure which, but Heidi, it's a pleasure to be on. It is such a pleasure to have you. I'm going to introduce Jared. Him and his wife, Rochelle, have a ministry called Fireborn Ministries. You can actually find them at firebornministries.com. And they really just desire for people to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of the Holy Spirit. He is very much about people knowing the power of the Holy Spirit. He served in the United States Marine Corps from 2006 to 2011. He has just a heart and a passion to awaken this generation. He's also done some work writing for Charisma Magazine, AG News, and also has a podcast through Charisma. So I started out by saying Adventures in the Spirit. And that's basically you, Jared. You are just all about adventures now. And that's what you do. You just operate in adventures in the Holy Spirit. That's right. Wherever we go, whatever the Holy Spirit does, whether it's on vacation or missions or through the media, it's a lifestyle. So it's a lot of fun. Yes. I'm excited to have you on because your story is very unique because you served in the Marine Corps and you actually had PTSD. Mm -hmm. It's actually why I'm having you on is because of your healing story, which is very powerful. Before sharing that, could you share before you knew Jesus? And then you don't have to say all the details about PTSD, but how that came about and the symptoms that you had. Could you share that for our listeners? Totally. So I was born and raised in Bible-believing church, but not in a Holy Spirit-empowered church. And God bless them. They're the foundations of my Christian faith. But as a teenager, I didn't serve the Lord. But he was talking to me. He was talking to me through dreams at the age of 11 or 12. And I was kind of confused, but I didn't serve the Lord as a teenager. I did a lot of partying, got in a lot of trouble. But through a series of events, I ended up having a radical encounter with God when I was 17. I had had a burst appendix. I was in the hospital for five days. I had to face my own mortality at that age. And I encountered the presence of Jesus for the first time in my life. I felt his hand on my head. I felt the love and the power, the electricity of his love and grace. And I knew that that was real. So fast forward some months later, I gave up the party and I gave up that lifestyle. I had to jump all in with Jesus because I knew it was either Jesus or I was going to die. So I got into YWAM. Can I ask you first how you knew that? How did you know that it was Jesus or I was going to die? Oh, man, because I'd had an understanding of the scripture. I'd had a Christian faith. I mean, my family still made us go to church every week (laughs) and I'd be hung over. But I knew that this was the presence of Jesus. So when I was in the hospital, I'd had this pocket New Testament, the Gideons, God bless them. While I'm waking up, I'd start reading the pocket New Testament, the Gideon Bible. And I could feel my spirit soar. I could feel the life that it was bringing to my spirit. I felt the hand of Jesus on my head. I felt the electric love. My vocabulary can't 
fully describe the presence. But you knew yeah. it in here. You oh, knew it. I knew it. The scripture was coming alive. And I'm talking to Jesus, getting to know him. I just knew, hey, it's Jesus. Looking back, I know that that's the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's our comforter. He's our guide. So he's guiding me to Jesus. So it's just like there's no other direction. It's like, this is the way. Right. And Jesus is the way. Yeah. So then that's how that had started. So then I went into YWAM and then mm -hmm. I went to Bible college, got married, and then I went to the Marine Corps. <laughs> so that's where the PTSD had taken place. I went to Iraq in 2006, 2007. I was a radio operator with the 2nd Battalion, 8th Marines, who was 3rd Infantry Battalion in the Marine Corps. Went to Iraq and then in 2009, went to Afghanistan. And Afghanistan was pretty rough. Here we are. Yesterday was the Marine Corps birthday at mm -hmm. as the time of this recording. Today's wow. Veterans Day. So we're all connecting online. But there's still these things like, hey, you know, Afghanistan was pretty rough. Operation Kanjari. Extend the patrol baseline, which there's Afghanistan and Helmand province, but there's kind of like the border on our maps, but really there's this invisible border that was further within the country. So that's where the bad guys were, the Taliban. And so we're to basically go into this patrol baseline and extend the border by like 20 miles and big helicopter assault since largest since Vietnam, all that. And we're in it. Mm. And we'd, I guess you could say, liberated these people, if you will, so that they could vote for the summer of decision of 2009. Some yeah. of these people were voting for the first time in years. Wow. But that whole deployment was pretty rough. And out of my platoon, because I was in the personal security detail, protecting our lieutenant colonel, our battalion commander, also General Patrice and other people who'd come into the area of operation, or Senator John Kerry or other senators and dignitaries. We protected them as yeah. they came through. But my platoon, we did everything. We went to the front. We went to the rear. We wow. traveled. Out of my platoon of 26, 16 had been blown up by an IED. Now, none of them died, but that's still... You know, no one likes that percentage. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we're in combat. My first time in contact with the enemy was June 22nd, 2009. A very prolonged firefight. But I've written some about it, but I think someday soon there might be a screenplay about all this stuff, but I'm, I'm just going to prophesy that right now. Yeah, but, sounds but, good. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> but then I returned home day before Thanksgiving of 2009. I met my twins who were about six months old at that time for the first time. And I was just giddy. It was, it was like a honeymoon phase, right? Mm -hmm. For like 60, 70 days. And then around soon after Christmas, things just weren't clicking right. And then the new year, there's a lot of anger. And then mm -hmm. there's one point where we'd gotten back from Christmas vacation. So it's probably early January. I'm looking for this book that I left behind in a certain spot. I left it probably next to my bed. My wife tells me it's boxed up in, in the shed. So I go in the shed. That's just kind of when like all this stuff just started coming. And I can't describe it, but mm -hmm. I knew it was dark. It was mm -hmm. sinister. It was emotional, perhaps spiritual, but I'm not going to say PTSD is all spiritual. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not. I mean, some people are like, all you got to do is deal with this demon. When Command you got it out. No, 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 no. This is my body's reaction to trauma. This is yes. adrenal fatigue. This is all kinds of stuff that yeah. all these elements that come into play that have now just crashed, made me crash and burn. And I remember my wife coming to me in the shed and I'm sitting there and she looks at me and I look at her in my mind. I'm like, Jared, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think from that point on, it was a roller coaster, anger, rage, anxiety, 
depression, there was some suicidal ideation, or not really suicidal, but more like, hey, I would rather be dead. Yeah, you don't want to be here. Yes, and this is weird. It would be better if a sniper shot me. And I'm in the United States of America. I'm like, that would be great if I'm driving down the road and the sniper takes me out and my family gets the soldier's life insurance or for me the Marine life insurance. Yep. And it was this huge, and, and I, I feel bad about it now, but we get these new joins, these new mm-hmm. Marines would join our unit. And if they did something wrong, I was blasting them in their face or if they rolled their eyes or something, just these triggers or even the smells, smells of death, just smelling something that died. It just triggers me to when- PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. You're having stress from trauma and your body just automatically goes into that place. It's like, you can't even help it. It just happens and it's an automatic response. And the thoughts that you had were not yours. The enemy puts in those thoughts, but the open door came from the trauma. It was like, here's a little door and in came all, all these swooping thoughts, the emotions that you're dealing with. How did you sleep at that time? Well, the first few weeks, it was I was so looking forward to my bed, but I couldn't sleep in the bed. I had to sleep on the floor. I had friends. Yeah. They brought their pup tents back from deployment. Yep. And they're sleeping in their pup tents still, mm-hmm. that place of security that was on deployment. But yeah. in time, I was able to start sleeping, but I had some insomnia. And then the PTSD went on for years. I eventually got diagnosed. That's a whole other story about how I got revealed that I was messed up. Yeah, medication came, mm-hmm. honestly, lots of medication, probably too many medications. We call it the combat cocktail. I think there was one point where I was on 15 different prescriptions. Wow. But then we were in a loving church. I eventually was honorably discharged in 2011, yep. but I was serving at a church and serving was healing me. I started yeah. youth pastoring, amazing church, graceful yeah. people, spirit empowered people who all kind of understood. We know that this is what Jared's got, but we're working with you, him. Right, you were in a loving environment. Big the time. environment that you're in allowed you to really let God come in and really heal you. To heal. But they're also a church that told us, hey, just be upfront about what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wow. Because churches tend to try to hide things. Okay. Yeah. And that's where we get in trouble. When something gets exposed, you know, boom, oh, now we got to kick this guy out. No, 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 no. Listen, what we need to do is heal with one another. Yes. And and keep going through this together as a community. Yes, totally agree with you. In time, I started weaning myself off medications in time. Mm -hmm. We're talking years. Mm -hmm. And then I was down to one medication by 2018. Mm -hmm. And my wife was an MBA student at Regent University at that time. And she got information about this weekend retreat by Father Nigel Mumford. We end up going and I was aware of what he does. I was already in the prophetic ministry. I was growing. I already understood Sozo inner healing. I was trained in this stuff, but I still had my stuff. (laughs) And I jumped in head first. I just jumped in. I was like, hey, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to be the first one who prays for, talks to all that. So I'm just like jumping in. And there's this point, I'll share this on your podcast. I've shared it before. So I had this one point that this memory, if you will, and it's not that we're digging stuff up. It's that this was something I was stuck on. And it's like, I knew I had to deal with this. I remember this time that that I watched this 17 year old Taliban bleeding out. There was a firefight earlier that we were around. Then then time this vehicle pulls up with this guy. They say that they're civilians caught in the crossfire, but it actually turns out their hands tested positive for gunpowder and cordite. So it's a 17-year-old Taliban, but he's bleeding. And I'm just watching him. And I was just numb. I was just so numb. And here I was, a Christian. 
I was leading a Bible study. God was using me to interpret dreams in Iraq and Afghanistan. Everybody knew this. They called me preach. That was my call sign was preach. They all knew I was a preacher. And yet here I am known. And that's a moral injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, I've got no love for, I got nothing for this person. You know, like I'm just cold. Mm-hmm. So this is my stuck point when I went to the retreat. I was like, I've dealt with all this other stuff, but there's this one thing. And then I'll get prayed for. And in the prayer, Jesus or the medic became Jesus, you know, because in the memory, there's a medic working and there's a team of people. But in the thing, in this vision, yeah, the medic becomes Jesus, looks at me with his loving eyes and says, I see you and I love you. And I've had supernatural encounters before, but this was just like so just peaceful, just boom. Wow. It, it was like a weight lifted. I got up within a few weeks. I realized I'm not taking my medication. I'm not depressed anymore. Okay. I start working out. I start feeling good. And then I still had a little bit of anxiety, just a little bit, but I was like, Hey, I know that the keto diet works for these kids. I've worked with who've got autism and Asperger's and other neurological disorders. My best friend's daughter, she had epilepsy. So she was keto helps her neurologically. So I was like, I'll try keto. Boom. Anxiety has gone. I pretty much been keto most of the time the last few years i got in shape i dropped 60 pounds and here's another part of the story heidi is that my story ended up on charisma and in joan hunter's book miracles for veterans joan hunter is a great woman god bless her and so it's in miracles for veterans but what people didn't know is that i went back to afghanistan as a private military contractor and that's a whole other story but I went back in 2020, we're talking recently, and I got home January 7th, January 8th, when that DC thing was, so I'm flying into DC. But I went back, not only just to make money, but to see if I had anything to deal with. Wow. When I got there, when I flew into Kabul, September of 2020, we get out, we jump in a helicopter, and then we were flying to the US embassy. And the doors open, it's like this opening in the back, and we're all buckled up, so we're safe. <laughs> I know civilians are like, wait, what? How does that? So anyway, <laughs> but I'm looking out and I'm praying over the city, Kabul. I'm just praying for revival. I'm just like, God, restore them, bring life to them. Churches, revivals. And I was like, I've got nothing but love in my heart for these people. Oh, nothing but love. Oh. And so then I'm like, man, I'm healed completely. And so then I'm at the U.S. Embassy with contractors doing my job. I'm helping lead a Bible study and discipling people. And some of those contractors are getting into my e-courses on Charisma. That's a heal. What beautiful confirmation that you had by going back there. Not everybody gets that, but the courage you had, Jared, the courage you had to go back there. In therapy world, we'd call that exposure therapy. I don't actually do that. I do different types of trauma work, but that's a type of therapy that therapists will actually prescribe. And you literally did it for yourself. You put yourself back in there to see I'm completely healed. Yeah. And sure. It was quiet for the most part. We did get rocketed once. It was in the news in the U.S. November 21st, ISIS, they now call them ISIS-K. Jesus was with me there during that time doing a job, but loving the contractors even and being a light at the U.S. Embassy. I think people should be encouraged. There are Bible studies there, or what was the embassy? (laughs) I mean, they're not there anymore in Kabul because of the exit, but it's amazing. It's all Jesus. I give him all the credit. Because of what you went through, as you were sharing, I can sense that there are listeners that are like, I want that, or I have a spouse that 
needs that. Because I know that there are people that, like you said, it was years and they go through years of improving like what you went through, but not quite getting to that place where there's still things that are left. What can you say to those listeners where there's some improvement and they can actually hold a job or they can hold a part-time job or there's little pieces of growth and measurement? What can you say to them to keep going and to have hope that complete healing is possible. Oh, jump in, just jump in, just go for it. And here's another key <laughs> to healing is pray for other people. Mm. So we call it a chain. My friend and I call it a chain. Like you're building chains, blocks of the chain. And so go get prayed for by that guy. Go get prayed by that evangelist. Go get prayed for by that pastor, whoever. Go get prayed for by Heidi. Got it? Just go do it and just take whatever God gives you. Even if you don't see a change, and then turn around and pray for someone else who yeah. needs a healing. Say the principles to healing. Hey, maybe you get prayed for for one thing. One time I go to this Sozo thing some years ago. I'm like, I'm going to go here. I'm starting this youth ministry again. You know, it's 20. I think it was about 2010, 2011. And I go to the Sozo. I'm like, I'm going to get prayed for for healing for PTSD. But here's the deal. I walked out of that, not healed of PTSD, but healed of migraines from mm. a traumatic brain injury I had from a shotgun blast next to my head inside my truck in Afghanistan in 09. That was a kid negligently, a Marine negligently discharged that. That affected me too. So I go in for one thing, but God heals me in this other. I'm going to take oh. it. If I've got a broken leg and I, I get prayed for, for healing for my broken leg, but I don't get my leg healed, but I get some emotion healed, mm -hmm. I'm going to praise yeah. God, right? Yes. So just start praising God. Start doing what Jesus did yourself. Yeah. Turn around and keep building those chains, those links in the chain. Hey, I've had this. I've had this yeah. milestone. I've had that marker. I prayed for this person. I've seen God do that. Just keep going for it. I mean, there's healing in the atonement. Hold on to the promises. Mm -hmm. Just hold on to the promises. That is so good. Yeah, he works in steps and he gives us what we're ready for and what we're able to receive. It's his timing. We can't ever control that. But you were on fire and you were going yeah. after it. Oh, yeah. Still, every day every day. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. I would love it if you could pray for our listeners. You kind of just shared a little nugget there about the TBI. Can you also throw that in there and pray for that as well? Because yeah. I think some people, their God is too small. And so they don't know that God can be this big, that he can actually heal all these things. And it's not weird. It's what he says and what he can do. Even just increasing that capacity of there is hope. I can actually get healed of these things. And it's not weird. It's real. Our Little brains don't understand it. Our little brains can't get it because we're human, but God can. Hell yeah, I'd love to be an honor, Heidi. Yeah. So Holy Spirit, come. Everybody listening or watching, however they're consuming this content, may your anointing be upon it 24-7 in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Have your way right now, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that everybody's eyes will see you right now, that whatever their trauma was, that they will see you, Jesus. So right now, may you walk into people's minds. May you walk into people's hearts. May they see you right there saying that you love them. Holy Spirit, we pray for your healing upon people's minds, upon their spirits, upon their souls in Jesus' name. May PTSD be healed. May tormenting thoughts be gone in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, may depression be lifted off in Jesus' name. Even now, I just see those things just flying all off people right now in Jesus name they're flying off just gone in Jesus name 
And for anybody who's got traumatic brain injury, whether it's from a horse accident, whether it's from a car accident, whether it's from combat, whatever this traumatic brain injury is from, God, in Jesus' name, bring healing. We pray the migraine's gone in Jesus' name. We pray for those intrusive thoughts to be away and gone in Jesus' name. And we pray for the peace that surpasses all understanding upon them. We thank you, Lord, for your healing virtue. We thank you, Jesus, for your Holy Spirit. Mm. Even now, I just see the Holy Spirit as a dove, a very large dove resting on your listeners, Heidi. I just, it's beautiful. He's just, it's, I see your podcast logo and I see the huge Holy Spirit, dove of the Holy Spirit sitting and resting on it. So on all your listeners, may they all feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus, you just have fun with Jesus all the time. It's so good. Thank you so much. This is what your podcast is filled with. Can you let our listeners know where can they find you and how can they get more information about you? The podcast is Adventures in the Spirit, correct? But their website, what else is going on with you? How can they find you? The website is great, firebornministries.com. The podcast is with charisma, just like yours, Heidi. So they could find it anywhere they listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Player FM, try to get it on YouTube. (laughs) We've got other resources available, free downloads for people to activate the prophetic. I do have a healing course, which people could go through. That's on charisma, charismacourses.com. So they learn how to pray for others to be healed. Yeah, I've got numerous things on whether it's how to prophesy over people, how to pray healing, power evangelism, or people are interested in being Mm -hmm. trained in this. We offer a ordination or mentoring platform track and things like that for the ministry. But really all that is just from Jesus. It's all about him. I really just want to build relationship with people so that they can go do what Jesus did. My heart is just to equip them. So however they find us, God thing, Heidi, I want them to get to know you and grow with you too. I mean, this has been a lot of fun. No, this is a lot of fun. My family, we're surrendered to the media missions, media ministry, and we do a lot of traveling. We do webinars, all kinds of stuff. But if someone listens to this podcast, say, hey, I listen to you on Heidi. I'm like, oh man, Heidi's awesome. Come, let's have coffee or something. You are the real deal. This is so good. God absolutely is working through you and operating through you. He's all over you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you for our listeners for listening. It's an honor, Heidi. Thank you so very much for the invitation. I will have you on adventures. So let everybody know I'm going to have Heidi on adventures in the spirit. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. I would love that. Thank you so much, Jared. Thanks so much for listening to this interview with Jared. If you want to know more about him, please go to firebornministries.com. If you or anyone you love suffer with PTSD, I would encourage you to seek counseling, pastoral care, or other loving support. Do not do it alone. Jared didn't share all of the details of his story, but he did mention Sozo, healing prayer, and other prayer that he would go after. During his journey, he was always seeking prayer, counsel, and healing. He didn't stop. Sometimes people hear testimonies like this, and you can be discouraged because you don't experience radical healing right away, and it can make you believe a lie that you need to do more. This is not true. Even if you have the symptoms. Like what Jared mentioned, God is working in you and through you. Keep going after it. Don't give up. God loves you with an everlasting love and his plan for you is victory. 
Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.